0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Cinema DeMorne. I'm your host, Chuck, joined by...
1: Lexi! (laughs) And Justin.
0: And we're talking about some more Canadian National Film Board films. And, yeah. Talking about the the film we're talking about today is from 1995, I think. And it's 10-7 for Life. It is. Which is basically, it's, uh, it's an extended episode of Canadian Cops. Bad boys, yeah. bad boys. You <laughs> edit edit that music into the beginning. I, I really felt like that's that was the that was the one thing this movie was missing was was it might as well have just had the cops theme song play at the beginning because it was it, it was just an it extra extra length mom. episode. But uh, this film's basic premise is it's the last two weeks of uh, uh, an officer named Carol Banks who's quitting the police force. 'Cause she hates being a cop and it's making her life terrible. <laughs> she she day- sure has. I don't being know that I've ever seen anyone that hates their job more than more than this woman hates being a cop at this point in her life.
1: I think she wanted the she wanted to impress her dad and wanted to follow in her dad's footsteps and then she realized that the job sucked and it wasn't anything that she wanted to do. Of every piece
2: of Canadian content that we have covered this month this was the most fucking Canadian thing that we have covered. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, the way everybody was
0: talking, the accents. This had the most heavy Canadian accents, especially, like, the the chief. The woman, the main woman, the way she talked, she's like, oh, my God, Jesus,
2: boys. (laughs) It's just like... Shut up. (laughs) The accent was so heavy. (laughs) It was so funny. I was like... And she hated everything. She was such a cocksucker. I she was hated so rude. Carol Banks. I did not like her at <laughs> oh all. Oh my gosh. Thought, she was the worst human. I being. thought she was
1: a terrible <laughs> human being. Like I was talking to Chuck before we recorded, and that guy, they were like, that guy wants to kill himself, and she laughs it off and's like, he's, he's drunk. just drunk. And they drive away, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, I was like they never followed up to see if that guy killed himself or anything.
2: They, these cops, all these cops in this were, like, the worst cops imaginable. They were the worst human them. beings imaginable.
1: <laughs> That's the. They didn't
2: give a fuck about the anybody. That they
1: were reading her complaint and laughing at it about how she walked across the street and somebody ran over her dog and killed the dog, and the cop that was there didn't stop or do anything about it, and they all the cops were laughing about it. Like, it was just a dog, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God, like... Like, they're just saying all the things they're not supposed <laughs> to be saying out loud.
2: They were racist. They were
1: sexist. I was like, holy shit. They were racist. They were and sexist. The woman was. They do like whenever they were under the bridge or whatever, and they were like, "What would you? Why'd you become a police officer?" And the one person's like, "For the good And I'm like, I mean, they're not lying. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's honestly. They said they wanted to be things like serial killers and drug dealers and I believed them. They laughed about it, but I thought it w- I thought they meant it. Yeah. They didn't care Me- mental uh, health wasn't a big thing then, I guess either. Everything was just like they didn't give a shit. Carol thought that she was all that when she was, you know, mocking Bob, like there was no lady here. There's a g- there's a guy named Bob we visited yeah, him, like multiple three times.
0: Bob is Bob is the second lead in this film. Bob's getting a lot of screen time.
2: Yeah. Well, they don't even take like the time to listen to him. They're just like laughing at him. I'm like, wow, what the
1: fuck. That's it was insane. That's everything. Or like she pulls up and like, hey, you're not supposed to be parking here right now. And then they're like, oh sorry. And then she's <laughs> <dies. laughs>
2: like, I love when she gets mad at she's she's I think she's trying to arrest that one guy or talk to him or something. And she's like. She gets really mad at him. She's like, Oh, well, you know, she starts mouthing off at him. She's like, Shut the fuck up. I'm like, I'm talking to you. I'm like, whatever. She's like, Jesus Christ. And she looks over at her like her fre- like cop friends that are with her, just like, These fucking people, I swear to God, like whatever, like throws him in the car and the guy's like spazzing out. Like the guy's like not even coherent. Are you talking about she's the, just, un- like, the unknown out.
1: incident guy that's like on the ground flailing all around and I don't know what he does to them. I but think so, They get like, yeah. offended by him. I think that's what it been, like, is. Cancel the ambulance. We're taking him in. And I'm like, he yeah. seems like he's having some mental yeah. health crisis. And then when they're trying to get him into the the precinct, she's like, oh, I have blood and spit all over me now. And I'm like, maybe you should have taken the guy to the hospital. And it she brought up how much she hated AIDS like five million times during this thing, too. So you know, she's probably jacked oh, up like, that. <laughs> this city's a shithole.
2: Like, what a shithole it is. She's like, it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get better. It's just like, it's not going to get better with people like you as the cops. Like, for fuck's sakes.
1: No.
2: What was interesting is that I grew up in Toronto. So that was the time period that I grew up there. Uh, I left Toronto in, like, at the end of 94, 95. So that was the exact Toronto that I grew up in that was portrayed in
0: this film. Was it a shithole? film?
2: they really no not like the way they were showing like i was like where what parts of toronto are you filming in like don't get me wrong like all major cities have slums and all major cities There's have some, bad areas I think. <clears throat> well i mean like they talked about mississauga at one point which i'm like a mississauga has a badass outlet mall but, but i was like and Mississauga's a shithole but I, I mean there are a lot of like shitholes and Ontario, like all in the outlying areas, like most major cities, there's all kinds of like suburbs that are like shitholes. But I mean, the way that they were portraying some of this stuff, I, I mean, was like, You, you like found Canada, like those three how streets. It
1: really is, it's this moving. <laughs>
2: yeah. It, no, not at all. Not at all. Now I will say like Vancouver at this point. This pretty much is, like, what Vancouver looks like. Like, Vancouver's a real shithole. Like, it's gone to, to pot. And big portions of Toronto look like this now. But, like, back in the day, it wasn't quite as bad as they're portraying in this. This didn't even look but also that remember bad. Like, it
1: was just, like, random no racist, like, Asian gang stabbings or something like that. But they never get into it. There would just be, like, some dude on the fucking floor, like, Ugh! and they're, like, hang in there. And it was just, yeah. like, an episode of Cops because you don't know what happened to that guy. You don't know if he lived or died or what happened.
2: <laughs> Toronto has a very high Asian population. So like, There's a very high a- Asian population in Canada. Uh,
1: Portuguese. Um, she's like he was Portuguese. He he hated women. I was like Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: when she tells her dad she's quitting, her dad's basically like, "I
1: hate you." Uh
2: yeah, like he's like. I basically hate you and don't want to, like, to like, admit like, that I'm pissed. And...
1: Carol was not a good communicator for being a police officer because every time that she's trying to like understand what's happening in the story it just gets sounds more and more confusing. Like, She's like, he pushed your cash register? No. What did he do? No. That, 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 that's not even an answer to the question <laughs> that I just asked. I'm like, what's happening?
2: She wouldn't listen to anybody, and then she'd look at whoever she was with and be like, "What the fuck are they saying?" God, I mean, that's
1: the opening to the character—it's like somebody's stabbed, laying <laughs> in the street, and people just keep like walking out in the street. And she's like, "I told you guys to stop walking out in the street." And one guy's like throwing up peace signs <laughs> to the camera.
2: All those vintage nine-inch nail shirts and vintage like bad hey, shirts she, from that time. She had time to came. wear
1: her Rolling Stones shirt on her last day. We know that she was at the 94 concert. I like how she showed up and they're like, what's that box for? She's like, it's for all my stuff. And they're like, we already took care of all your stuff. I I think that sums up what it is to be Canadian.
2: I love when they have that scene when she's hanging out with all of her girlfriends. She's like, I just... I want to be normal. Like, I don't want to be a cop. I want to be like, you know, normal person, like normal nine to five and like not do all this anymore. And she's sitting like with all of her, like her girlfriends and they're all like normal in comparison to her. And I was like, girl, with the way that your fucking mouth runs, I was like, you ain't never going to be normal.
1: Where does she (laughs) go? The shit that comes out
2: of your fucking
1: mouth. Do they ever say what she does? There's like one part where they say something about her going to Australia. And I'm like, she
2: leaves to Australia <laughs> that's the end of it. <laughs> she gets the fuck out of Canada and never looks back. I tried
1: to look up and see where she was in life now and she's like one of the people that I can't find anything yeah, about. Yeah, I
0: I kind of even when you when you try to like look up this this movie in general, it like barely comes up with anything. It comes up with like the link to go on YouTube and the link for the like Canadian National Film Board thing, but that's pretty much it. Like nothing really <laughs> Nothing really comes up too much. It
1: has like a direct it has a director and the cast member of Carol Banks and there's nobody else. It does have an IMDB page and that's it. Which this woman has also directed all kinda weird ass shit. She directed something about the apocalypse. <laughs> apocalypse two thousand twelve and two thousand twelve. She did like a Paris Hilton documentary too, but I don't know if it was like I don't even know what the hell it was about with her. It was very low rating. It was like (laughs) 3.8 out of 10. So wasn't a very well-liked movie.
2: This movie was insane. I thought this was the most insane thing we watched. I was like, how do these movies just keep getting more insane?
1: They were all insane. Like, they're all a little bit unhinged. So that's just what I'm associating with Canada. (laughs)
2: Like, this... This is once again, this did not feel real. Like, it almost felt like it was one step away from like Reno 911.
1: Oh, it felt real to me. It like, felt like a bunch of real uh, uh, cop cases. I just thought that Carol seemed so out of touch with everything. Like, it, she was all, everything was a very selfish reason for literally everything that she did. Like, she wanted to make a name for herself. Or like how there was a cop funeral, and she was like, oh, "I was really hoping there wasn't going to be a cop funeral in my last two weeks on the force." I don't think I didn't even get the vibe that anyone really missed would miss her when she was gone. Like everyone was just like, "All right, oh, bye." I, so I
0: found I found Carol.
1: Is she alive? She, she's in Australia.
0: <laughs> she's a Paralympian. Yeah, she's really? she's won gold medals what? in Rio and. Uh, other place, she has MS, I guess. Which kind of uh, I feel like I what feel like she, maybe uh, maybe that win, was like uh, more, because I don't that that bike that they that, I again I don't know why they don't tell you that, but she is she's packing oh yeah, up that bu- insanely that like it looks like a man. super fancy expensive bike that she's packing into that. Get case at like the end of the movie, the and yeah, like it, like it said something about like it vaguely mentioned, yeah, in one line, like ah, I guess she'll just live in Australia. And I'm like, is that where she's going? Like, no one, no one ever says what exactly she's doing, but yeah, she's she's apparently a Paralympian and has uh, has won gold medals.
1: With, what what sports? Cycling,
0: like bicycle. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's insane. I would have never that, thought yeah. that. <laughs> Well, the, like it's like Chuck said, we, we had to be the detectives and we had to put that together. Because how else were we going to know? We saw her which they mentioned Australia cuz I think her dad says he says something like I I'm going to miss you or no I think she goes I I'm real it's her t- talking, I'm sorry. She's the one that says, "I'm really going to miss you and I feel bad about like going all the way to Australia, but there's no more context as to why it's Australia." right and um
2: <clears throat> the dad is just like well it's like she like you said selfish reasons again she was like I didn't want to be a cop I did it because my family made me do it like all these other people in my family did it so I felt like I had to do it because nobody else in my family went and did it so I felt like I needed to go do it because my dad wanted someone in my family to go do didn't you it, take it but as, I don't really like, want to do it you
1: take it as she wasn't all that close to her dad so she chose to be a cop to kind of like have things to talk to him about to have that
2: relationship yeah, with him Yeah, I think yeah. she
1: chose the career that she didn't want to have that relationship with her dad. Her her mom I don't think's alive or was she's not she's not in the picture is she Was that not was that not the biological mom? I don't know. Well, they say that so here's the thing. She says that her parents were both cops. And they show the police woman in the one photo before cutting to the father. But she only ever talks to her dad about being a cop and nobody else. So I was just assuming that her mom passed.
2: Because well, who was that woman then that was there? I thought that was her mom. I
1: At didn't the, think there the was start. anybody there old enough to be her mom. Like, I thought it was, like, her sister or something. The lady with the real short hair I thought was, like, a sister.
2: Oh, I thought that was her mom, but I I could be totally she wrong. She looked like she's half the age of
1: the dad, so I just assumed it, it wasn't the mom. Um,
2: well, we lost Chuck, so...
1: I'm just going to keep talking about uh, the movie.
2: Yeah, I guess that's fine. Um,
1: I just thought that she was, like, it as was, a we- person. I really did not like her. Like she did not when when she was a cop, like nothing she didn't take anything serious. Like she didn't wanna she really didn't want to help people. And
2: she was a terrible cop. She was a terrible cop and it, she felt like she was out like laughing at people she was laughing and like at people. Riding around like in her car like being scummy. Like she was like being a scummy cop too. Like it wasn't just like you're not just a bad cop, you're like a cop who doesn't give a fuck. And then when like the she went to the cop funeral, she's like a cop was killed today. She's like I guess we're going to have to watch our backs a lot more now that we're out cuz like one of us was shot in the line. It makes you think a little bit, huh? But then she's out there like doing the same shit again, like being a fucking I mean, cocksucker not and whatever. Get it's like
1: expect from everybody and that's that's a given. People are going to hate you. Um, but I don't think that's like there's two reasons why you do the job i think a lot of people get into it for power which is obviously a wrong reason and there are people that just kind of want to make things better and those are the ones that are going to have to be like you know they were talking about like what good have i done and they're like we think that you might have helped that one hooker or something i can't remember how they phrased it
2: she was like in 14 years i've only helped two people
1: you would think that you helped more than that, because it seemed like she kind of helped Bob. Right. After the Bob thing, she was, like, so cynical. She says, oh, he'll he'll be drinking, and, like, within the next month, and he'll be back to where he was. Maybe, and maybe that's, maybe that's everything that you see. I don't know. She
2: was just so negative about every single person and their inability to get better, and it was like, your job is to help them get better, and you're not... Doing anything, and then she was like, You know what it's like to be a cop? You have to be a social worker, you have to be a nurse, you have to like be a law enforcement person, you have to do all these things. Yeah, and I was like, Well, then why don't you do that stuff? Because like you're not out there doing it, so it's like all this stress that you're talking about feeling. I'm like, I don't see you feeling the stress that you should be feeling because, yeah,
1: like I thought that she had the attitude, she's like. All these people, the minute you get out of the car, they just have an attitude with you, and I'm like, it sounds like you have the attitude. Like even when people are trying to explain things to you, you write them off for whatever reason. Like they're drunk, they must be on drugs, or something. Like they don't. But she doesn't care. Right. She just finds a reason to write them off immediately.
2: But she was also like I said, like she was equally just as awful with her friends. Like I almost felt like her friends were kind of like, oh god, you know, there she goes with her attitude and her mouth again, because her friends were trying to be like. Well, you were like a good cop you did this right and she's like no no it all sucked everything sucked everything sucks everything's sad and depressing and sucks and it's like well I don't know what to tell you kid like <laughs> fuck like I guess just quit like what's the point of fucking being here cause like her friends were trying to be supportive but like they just could not get anything through to her like there was no, no getting through to this person like they just didn't want to hear anything so no matter what you said to them, like, they just didn't
1: care. No, and I felt like that was probably the worst part of the movie because we're following her around, and I don't care for her as a person. And being that it was such a short span of time, just the two weeks, that they were, bas- they were covering of her, that there was no moment of growth or anything like that. Like, I would have liked to see her in Canada or, – or, sorry, Australia – and being like, here's all the positive things happening in my life now. I feel better about you know. This right. And, and it just doesn't happen. Why? Why do you think this even got
2: made? Like, I was, I was like, we, who, so, who made this? Uh, like, what was the point thinking,
1: of it? Uh, me and Chuck were thinking money laundering was the reason for this movie. Because it's like we noticed the director Cynthia Banks and the cast is Carol Banks, so sisters maybe relatives for sure oh that's funny you know the relatives uh cynthia banks did go on to make a couple more different projects and movies and things like that but i literally think these people are applying for these grants and when they get them they're like fuck yeah i I really do think i i I get the feeling that every single movie that we covered this month was like yeah this will this will help me do what i want to do which was you know an amazing stunt just casually you know canoeing around Lake Superior or this which was I think that they wanted to make a cop style documentary cops was around then you know cops been out for years by right. the time this came out so they're like yeah we'll just follow you around like cops
2: well cops was created after the f- was a result of the first writer's strike or the from the 80s, late 80s, early 80s. Yeah, 90s. this was...
1: Cops was an Correct. 80s thing, so this is years of Cops has already been going on.
2: Yeah. Because Cops was the first reality show. And then... Was it Cops or Real World?
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: think Cops was the first one. I know it's one of those two. I mean,
1: they've always had then, specials uh, like that.
2: Well, the or... first... The first reality show was that one that was done in the 70s where that guy did it all with film. I can't remember the name of it. All in the family or some shit like that where they followed that family around and it was like hugely controversial, which I, I actually really want to watch that. That 70s one.
1: That 70s show?
2: No, no. It's a an actual reality show from the 70s where they filmed a family. It's like 13 episodes. looks insane. I've been watching a bunch of stuff about it recently. Candid
1: Camera is the first reality TV show.
2: Is it? Okay. That makes sense.
1: Well, they said it started even on the rate at 1947. But I'm sure it was more sparse. You know, I'm sure it... uh... Yeah, it says Candid Camera premiered on ABC in... 1948. Wow, that's old. I didn't realize it was that old. Fuck. Now, there's a lot of stuff about how the real world changed reality TV, and I would agree with that. I'd say most reality shows yeah. that we watch feels like a variation Today of the real world.
2: we all change like, the, the, the way it's done. It's like the whole how it's all done nowadays is because of real world. But um, cops was a big deal too. Cops was a game changer. Um, but yeah, I don't know what this was. Cops, they didn't have cops in Canada. They didn't have, like, I mean, we watched American cops. We didn't have our own version of cops, like Canada cops, like you were saying. So this was very unique in its way, but... It didn't
1: feel too cops? different, though. Like, a lot of the cases felt like <clears throat> they showed up. You never really knew what was going on. You just got that slice of life, that moment, what they're doing as cops. And uh, it would cut, and it's like, you never really went back to that. You don't know in this entire movie what happened to any of these people at all. The closest you get to is Bob because he gets sent to, like, a mental, uh, like, a health facility or something like that. Yeah. But even the terminology and stuff from 95 seems so outdated where they're like, something with the alcohol was affecting his brain and making him see people and i'm like that sounds fucking insane
2: also right also
1: isn't it weird when you watch older stuff like this and the people don't seem to be able to communicate well like the the one the guy's talking about the uh, what is he saying there's some really weird case and he's like carol i think this is for you And just the way that they're talking, it sounds like two different conversations are happening. It doesn't sound like they're even conversing with each other. Yeah,
2: I know exactly what you're talking
1: about. But that seems like a lot of old things, too. Like, if I ever watch something that's like, listen to somebody tell a story from, like, the 70s. I know
2: exactly what you're
1: talking about. It never makes any sense. They're like, this guy came up to me, and he had blood all over him. And he said don't ask questions and i said okay and then i never talked about it for 40 years i'm thinking the fuck happened this story <laughs> doesn't even make any sense like
2: <laughs> i know it sounds disjointed and like, shit yeah about
1: it's so <laughs> like, what conversation? the like, guy didn't kill you like what the fuck? None, none of this makes
2: sense. i uh like i said i grew up in toronto and so when they were like oh it's about toronto cops I was really like excited because I was like, I'm gonna get to see like parts of Toronto and stuff, and I didn't recognize fucking anywhere that they were, and and so, uh, that was one kind of disappointment for me with it was I was expecting to see a lot more, like back home kind of stuff and talk about that, but I just there wasn't anything for me to relate to kind of thing. Other than seeing the old cop cars, which I was like, I remember those cars, but. They didn't really look too. They really didn't
1: look too different from, like, the cop cars I saw in this area in in 95.
2: It was so funny because they were the four Tauruses, which are the same four Tauruses that they used in Robocop. So they had the same cars as Robocop.
1: I was trying to see what. Oh, child. The city, too, that they were. I know I saw the n- name of the city somewhere. I couldn't
2: remember what city it was. It
1: began with a P. Parkdale. It's Parkdale, Toronto. Do you know where that's Oh, okay,
2: at? I know Parkdale. Yeah, I, it's a suburb. When I looked so. up
1: something, it, it did say something Nova Scotia, but I don't know if that was a place that Cynthia Banks or... Carol Banks or somebody grew up. I don't know. Oh, here. Carol's sister is the director. So they are confirmed sisters.
2: Oh, that's so weird. So she just wanted to film her sister being a useless cop, essentially. That's so fucking weird.
1: You know what, though? If you look at the reviews or, like, how they describe the film, they describe the film as, like, a funny slice-of-life thing. And I'm like, it hasn't aged well. That it feels like a funny slice of light. Like nothing in the movie is funny at all. Like nothing is.
2: I was like, a cab. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like cops are bastards, aren't they? Like, that not not one fucking like thing in this makes you like feel positive about the police. I'm like, here we are in like 1995 watching the cops, and I'm like, nothing's fucking changed, right? No,
1: there wasn't like a single good cop. Like every <laughs> like the cop that was laughing about had had seen the dog get run over and not do anything about it or like the the chief of police or whoever the hell her boss was like you know when he's like this is what we're gonna do now we're picking up our shifts and uh you can come in and whine to me if you want to whine to me but i don't give a shit
2: yeah 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 so it's just like so fucking weird
0: like I said at the beginning, it's a long episode of Cops. If you've seen any episode of Cops, it's the exact same content you would find in an episode of that. Less uh, wholesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe was, you know. I, I think the episodes of the Cops, uh, yeah. Cops edited some of. I'm sure. Let, let me let me say. I'm sure a lot of the same things were said on the recording of episodes of Cops, but they knew to edit those out and not. And not air the parts where the where the police are probably being racist and and uh, very violent. They're like, we should probably cut those those parts out. This was out. like,
1: hey, keep it in,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was like, this was like, yeah, we'll show exactly what it's like. Because I'm sure this I I don't think anything in this movie is an anomaly to mm-hmm. no. to this one person or this one police force. I have a feeling this is this is uh much more common of a sentiment from a lot of. Uh, a lot of people working in that in that line of work that get to that point so
2: well, Toronto's not known for having a good police force either so it's like it's not gotten better over
1: the years I like, mean we here still just in as America corrupt think everything's shitty. fine and then our police like shoot somebody in the back and you're like what the fuck and they're like well we have body cam footage that will actually make things worse <laughs> see how how it actually plays yeah, out yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is this is the this is the unedited body cam footage uh before that was a thing basically. This is this is uh again how I assume a lot probably a lot more uh incidents occur than people realize on an everyday basis. Uh, and a lot of it points to pr- pretty much what I would say a lot of in this movie is I just don't think these people are trained at all to do any of this stuff. No. They're pretty much just given a gun and like, I don't know, stop bad guys. No. then you get a you get a bob and they have no clue how to handle bob or
1: or it's like they have like, regular police uh, training but then it's training day you know you, <laughs> you have their tents in washington yeah. that's like i'm going to show you what it's really like out here on the streets
0: yeah yeah cuz it's like yeah that the the main like I said the main other guy bob is a good example of uh, probably from the first time they met him probably should have tried to like be like hey buddy i think you need to like do you need to see somebody? Like, should you be... Are you okay? Like, maybe tell his mom, like, have you gotten him to a hospital? I think he has, like, mental issues. Like, he's very clearly seeing things. He mayb- maybe seems like he's possibly schizophrenic. He definitely seemed like he hallucinates. But Ka- Carol laughs at the camera and like, we'll just say like, that he he's jumped
1: out. Uh, we'll just say that she jumped out the window, and she's gone. Well, no, yeah, that's,
0: what... What, that's, what he, that's what they say he said. Like, he says yeah. that. So I'm like, he's very clearly seeing things, and they even at the end of the movie when they see him and he seems better and they say oh well he hasn't been drinking and i'm like that's not drinking drinking isn't drinking isn't seeing people in your basement like he has that he has that whole moment there's a cop down there terrifying uh,
1: people and he's like i hope yeah
0: (laughs) yeah they're like they they kind of even say they're like well i bet he'll drink tonight and then it'll probably be just back to what it was before and i'm like again if you think this is just uh, an alcoholic and that that's just a drinking problem, he definitely has some severe mental issues that probably need treated with actual medication. And they're just not... I, I just don't think they're trained to even really know that, it seems I like. Mean, even they're cops just, today, they're they not... They just show up to the, the, the call.
1: here are not trained as social workers, so... Yeah. But I mean, like, even with a
2: lack of training, at what point in your life do you get to empathy. where you lose yeah, you lose <laughs> compassion for humanity. Like I just I, I mean, I've dealt with a lot of garbage I've worked in retail twenty years. I've dealt with a lot of garbage humans in my life and I still don't Did you work in fast food? I still don't give Were you up. like one <clears> throat> burger throat> in fast for cop? No, but I worked in shopping <laughs> malls at nice. Christmas, so like I've been treated pretty fucking terribly and stuff. Like I've dealt with some pretty awful retail, and like I, I just, I just, you know, I don't understand this. Like, these cops. Like, when do you give up on helping people? When do you give up on, like, when do you start looking at everybody I mean, as I don't garbage, think that's everybody, as but scum? I think that's like, Carol because
1: that's the way that Carol was raised, and.
2: But every cop that she worked with was like that. They were all like that. They were all laughing at everything. They were all being shit to everybody. They were all garbage. Like, every cop in this was trash. There wasn't one good cop in this. Like, well, it wasn't the like they were out with Carol and going, Carol, like, you got to be a little nice or this. You got to be a little whatever. Like, people do. Every cop
1: was like. quit all the time when they hit their lows or something like that. So I'm thinking there were people that were probably fed up with that department that just left or quit. I just think
0: it was, well, no, but he says they all come back. They always try to reapply. He
1: didn't say that they take them back. <laughs> they, they, he did say that they reapply. Oh,
0: yeah. But that's—I mean—that's even a common thing of, well, not even getting fired or quitting. But like, you, how often do you see that in, in a lot of, um, even in like American policing? Where our it's, chief of police was like. Uh, fired I think there was an episode some, of
1: some bad policing or something. Uh,
0: in Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah, there was there. um I think it was on a Dateline. I want to say it was one of those episodes, Uh, or it might have even been like an unsolved mysteries one of, like a cop (laughs) that was uh, somebody. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, it had something to do with a had something to do with someone getting uh, someone dying in like police custody, and they found out the 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 cop that was involved. They're like, oh yeah, he probably shouldn't have been hired. It was they looked up his thing, and it's like, oh yeah, well he got fired from the police force in this town. And then just, you know, moved to a different town and just reapplied to be a cop. And they were just like, oh, okay, I guess that's fine. In
1: current events in Pittsburgh, we have that nurse that's been killing people. They said that she's probably killed like 17 people because she would leave one job, go to the next job, and they did no background check. Whatsoever, they never do them. This is like a
2: big fucking problem.
1: Just overdose every
2: time I learn about these nurse killers. These nurse killers, they fucking the hospitals. When they get rid of the fucking problem nurses, they don't like put anything in their files or whatever because they don't want to like police, police
1: officers, priests. (laughs) They 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 do something wrong and they just they just send them somewhere else.
0: Just go somewhere else.
1: Here's your new father. <laughs> he molested people in the last parish. <laughs> yeah. fucking nuts. That's the world. <laughs> See, at first I would have said that's America, but now that we've watched these movies, it is. It's, it's the, the world.
0: fucking world. It's Canada Canada too.
2: too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man, the UK is so bad for that shit. Like, don't don't even. Like, I'm <laughs> not talking about the UK. Don't <laughs> like, don't
1: st- don't. It, the conversation's about Canada.
0: Yeah, Canada we want to talk about so how much Canada sucks.
1: <laughs> that's that's fair. You could go right ahead. Just... Every everything was about you know, like... how much Canada su- sucks. Really, like the stunt stuff was like Canada sucks. I just want to j- jump into America. I want to jump
0: out of Canada right into America. The other guy's
1: like Canada sucks. I just would rather be canoeing with my boyfriend at
0: all times. I'd rather be out on the lake. <laughs> This woman's like, I'd rather go ride bikes in Australia <laughs> I'd than be here. Be dead
1: than be in Toronto.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, hold on now. Hold on now. All of these stories take place in, as I said before, Ontario. So, Ontario sucks.
1: Uh, that's probably all of Canada. <clears throat> it's, like, it's the Canada National Film <laughs> <Company. laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the National Film Board. They're representing the entire country. <laughs> they have all of
1: yeah. Canada covered.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> they're representing all of all of Canada, and all of Canada represented is Ontario.
1: I mean, I would say oh
0: It's it's making yeah. me think of. Uh, I always think of uh, Canadian bacon. They're like what else fine, can you think he's of at the capital, Ottawa. And they're like, <laughs> like Ottawa would be the capital of Canada. He's probably in Toronto.
2: <laughs> yeah, people think that all the time. Like Toronto is not our capital.
1: I mean, I think I I, I like what the national the Canadian National Film Board's about. I like the idea of we're going to give grants to make these movies and shows or specials and put them out there for free. I like how the way that program works. But I also feel like, do they have anything that's like the National Film Registry like we have where like maybe something's just made in Canada and they're really proud of it? So, like... Do they love Cronenberg or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
2: oh th- yeah, yeah, we like Cronenberg. Um, we have a lot of productions that we go have up like there,
1: a... and they they do exactly what you said. Like, not only do they film in Canada, yeah. but they have to have like a high percentage of Canadians working in the crew.
2: I think we have our own like what you're saying, like our own film, like AFI kind of thing, like you know i i'm pretty sure we do yeah. of some some degree I, i'm more like, interested I think, I think in preservation um,
1: than i am this grant stuff but i i yeah. still think the grant stuff can lead to some cool things i i i found it harder to sift through and try to find something like i was looking at the be- the top 10 lists of films that were made and that's where i came up with water walker right and there are things that have been I, nominated I think for Academy Awards and stuff like that so I think or I'm making it up I don't know
0: some of Bill uh, Mason's shorts were nominated for Academy Awards
1: I mean he and is perfect. I mean, they, they have st- they have stuff that goes to
2: cans all the time they have can. stuff that goes to is it can I'm sorry I'm
1: just, I'm just correcting you not in a mean way in a friendly I know, you way you love doing that
2: you, you, you love correcting me it's like your favorite, but um, but any correcting, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> they they have a lot of films that go to festivals that win awards and stuff like that. So it's not like their films are not good. Like they're good films. They're they're usually highly recognized. I mean, Water Walker was incredibly beautifully shot. The first film that we watched was beautifully shot. I felt like the cinematography in all of these films are pretty well shot. Even this cop movie was pretty interesting in the cinematography like i didn't think it wasn't badly shot or anything like no, that. no there were a few, few moments
1: where it's just like where they're out in the street and it wasn't well lit like they didn't have good yeah, didn't have good lighting. lighting like american cops were like <clears throat> fuck it we'll have a flashlight on people you know what <laughs> i mean like <laughs> we we know that it's going to be dark with some of the places we go
2: yeah i think this one tried to get a little too gritty and real Went a little too hard I'm more with impressed
1: it. with the cop. They need to make a documentary on a cop's cameraman because they like jump fences. They find the person that's hiding before the cops do. Like somebody's like hiding under a mattress, and the cameraman is just like focused yeah. on them. Like, like I'm not gonna say anything until a real cop finds them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They wear special shoes. You don't know about. They're like really quiet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, or they're like, "I won't tell them where you're at. Get under the mattress," and then they're like, "They're under the mattress."
2: Yeah. <laughs> they're like ninjas, <laughs> like camera ninjas.
1: Well, what do we say that Denny Villeneuve? He's he's Canadian. He's like a French Canadian guy. So, I really think that his he is he's French Canadian as well.
2: People uh, don't like French Canadians up in Canada too
1: well. Well, they sound pretty mean. They really need an American, maybe, like, somebody that's from New Jersey to, like, really make Canadian films, like, really tell the story. French
2: Canadians separate themselves from all of Canada. So it's, like, Quebec is very much, like, its own thing. They want to, like, separate entirely from Canada. They want to become their own thing. They don't even want to be part of Canada. They want to separate entirely.
1: I mean, if there's... a uh, know how bad it is? What'd you say, Chuck?
2: There's been a lot of, like, issues... <laughs> is because they know how bad
0: the rest of it is? They yeah, want to separate?
2: They, they <laughs> want to build a wall. Right. They have a tendency of having, like, the most money, like, funneled into their, like, province. There's been a lot of, like, prime ministers in the past who have, like, put too much money into Quebec over any other province. Um, there's been like uh, unfair distribution of like wealth and just unfair distribution of like resources and direct de- de- distribution so, of like things us like is that.
1: Canada is just like everybody else.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And then like everybody in Quebec is like, oh, you don't speak English or you speak English, Well, fuck you. We're not going to talk to you. And so they won't speak to you if you speak English, even though they can speak English, they just won't. So then, like, if you go to a drive-through in Quebec, they'll like refuse service I've to you if Quebec you don't speak before. to them. Like,
1: this is the first. Of the- I'm actually hearing how Canadians say it.
2: Quebec. <laughs> Quebec, yeah. Um, uh, but but yeah, it's like so a hard Q. They uh
1: Quebec. You're like Quebec.
2: No, it's Quebec.
1: Like a karate chop. Quebec. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it.
2: But yeah, there's a lot of like um animosity towards like Quebec. But Quebec also shows animosity towards like all of Canada. So like Villeneuve the rest of canada's kind of like great like of course he's doing well it's like a french canadian director has like all the money and all the resources to do well why wouldn't he do well people in canada would be more excited to hear like a nova scotia director is doing well or like a guy from like the plains is doing well or something like that like they don't really care about that people from toronto they don't give a shit about people from toronto and they don't give a shit about people from the fucking quebec those are the two areas like people from Canada are like fuck them which kind of like New Yorkers you know like fuck New Yorkers fuck people from California it's kind of like how it is I'd
1: rather be with the New Yorkers than the Californians that's just me so I'd rather be with the Pittsburgh film crews they're good film crew they really are
2: Did you guys have fun this month?
1: No. <laughs> uh,
2: Did you like watching all these Canadian films? Honestly,
1: I thought that all the films were entertaining. None of them were too... I felt like everything had the right runtime to it. Good. Yeah, like, every everything was interesting. Would or you... Mello, or, like, this one, like, I hated Carol <laughs> bank so bad but i i mean fine i just i hate watch the whole thing i was just like stupid i hate you. would you
2: watch more films from the canadian film board i
1: would not be against it i i for me though i feel like i would rather be like if somebody was saying oh my favorite movie of all time is this movie the devil at your Hills. it's one of the best documentaries about stunt work or something like that that would intrigue me more than being like it's this grant program that we have um or, Correct. I would be, yeah, or I'd, I'd be more d- like these are the ones that are really picking up awards or these are the ones or this one personally matters to me because of this reason cuz listen i don't i don't I, love every wanted... movie that comes out even if it's a genre that i like lo- you no. know what i mean like
2: i I would agree with you 100%. And I, I just, I wanted to shine light on the National Film Board itself because it's very unique, you know what I mean? Like, it's very much our own thing. We have some pretty unique films from it, some unique content. I didn't even talk about the animation side of it, I just focused on the film side of it. The animation side of it is something I was going to come back to later, so up. one day we'll come back to it again. No, no, I want to come back to I just want to focus on just the animation because it's so unique in its own self, like it's really its own thing. Like, it's its own discussion. So I'll, I'll, one day I'll probably come back to it. Not next year because we're doing something different next year. But, you know, when the time comes, if we ever come back to it, we'll come back to it. I, but, but, um...
1: They're, you know, could <clears throat> animation or something that's Canadian.
2: It's really, it's really neat. Like, I love the film boards. The film boards animation is, like, my kind of like my bread and butter. Like, it's one of my largest influences on... Like all of my creativity and stuff because it's such a big part of my life growing up is the National Film Board's animation. I had
1: a friend that worked on a a movie, and I think it was in Nova Scotia. It was like out in the middle of nowhere. It was like a haunted mansion type movie or something. Like somebody's alone with a serial killer. And uh, I just remember it being like, we have no Wi Fi. We're like hours away. (laughs) We're like hours away from. any place to get food or anything like that it's really fucking creepy out here did
2: you ever see hobo with a shotgun no that's in nova scotia that's a nova Scotia. i saw that it won it's got a award, lot of trailer er, er, park boys it
1: won like the funding with the short i think i saw the short i didn't see the full movie but the short won like yeah, the award the, the... to get funded to be made into a whole movie
2: Nova Scotia, at one point, was turning into like Canada's trauma, like it was really weird. I mean, we were in Nova Scotia, I think,
1: for a short time, and the devil at your heels. it was just like a moment. I don't know about that I think yeah, it was Not at the beginning of the that. film whenever I don't know where the hell the guy was,
2: and then, um, have you ever seen the show Lex with two X's but the giant space bug?
1: I'm gonna guess it has something to do with Canada
2: it's actually filmed in Nova Scotia it's a joint project between Germany and Canada it was a really weird show mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite shows and then I've actually been on the set of the Lex it's pretty cool that the was all show shot in that Malifax. none of you people
1: know I'm going to brag a little bit
2: well, I, if sci-fi people know Lex I actually thought um, Chuck might know Lex that's why I was a little
0: I mean I've heard of it but so. I, uh, I've never actually seen
2: it Lex is fucking awesome you guys would like that show genuinely it's so weird and then of course Trailer Park Boys that comes on a Nova Scotia I think so weird was a Disney show it's one of our big I think so weird was a Disney show I think you're
1: right (laughs) well
2: but so did you enjoy this month of Canadian films yeah it was
1: fine cool
2: I'm glad I'm glad that you Mm -hmm. uh, were good with the film boards did you like it Truck? were you good would you watch more film board films?
0: I mean, they're free, so
2: I'll watch anything that's free. <laughs> there you go. See, you can't complain about anything that's fr- free, right? So, But did you like anything? It was it a good month?
1: He, de- he definitely
0: liked the first, though. I
2: yeah, feel like everybody had to like that first, first movie. movie yeah. That movie's great. That movie's amazing. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Well, I'm glad that you guys play it along
1: with my mouth. Yeah, month. it's, hard to, it's just hard is, uh, to tell what what you're going to run into. Like, Chuck was right with, like, it sounds like Canadian cops, but it could have been nothing like it. You know, like, we could have watched it and...
2: <laughs> right.
1: Like, I didn't know how to take this thing. I The canoeing one, I I knew it was going to be more nature, but I was like, I don't know, people love it, so I'm, I'm going to try it. I can tell you that
2: on a personal level that I've been struggling with movies as a whole recently, like, watching content, like, other um, for the show and what have you, and I found going back and doing this was very refreshing for me, because this is a big part of, like, me and my, you know, my, my influences and things like that, and being able to go back and watch, like, the films that influenced me and watch the content that I like like uh, Canadian contents a big part of what makes me me and makes me who I am and I think sometimes like I need to go home sometimes and watch you know some shit from my my my, my home like even though I've been in this country so long and <clears throat> it's a big part of my life and your content from this country is still a big part of my life I think sometimes I need to have Canadian content in my life. For me to feel right, because it's just been such a big part of me that I feel I feel empty without it, and I feel like there's a pureness to it that you don't get from American content. I feel like everything's That's just
1: in, shot in Canada. It's Canada for United <coughs> well, that's States. That's a little different.
2: Right, like, that's that's different. Well, I mean, watching movies and going like, like watching this watching The Last whatever, of Us but and I mean, they're like,
1: like, we can't do Pittsburgh, we're in Canada. It's, it's going to have to be Kansas right. City. Like, we just can't... We can't afford to make anything look like Pittsburgh here.
2: But it's a little different when you're just, like, watching. Like, watching Trailer Park Boys is, like, very nice for me. Like, to be able to watch my home. Getting to see things about my home. Like, getting to see that stuff. Getting to see, like, Toronto in 95 is cool. Like, getting to see...
1: I love everything like, like that. I like and... I, I just watched Martin for the first time uh, last month. Love that movie, and it's one of my favorite. That was movies. my favorite aspect was just seeing Braddock in like the 1970s. <laughs> like it, it was just really kind of refreshing to just see like what they wore, what was in their houses, the cars that they drive, and Braddock not looking like a rundown dump. <laughs> so that was actually kind of cool.
2: sometimes you just need a little bit of home you know
1: and sometimes you need a little bit of murder (laughs) (laughs) that is my that is the theme for next month 187 anything that involves murder so it could be a comedy it could be a slasher movie It could be true crime. It could be anything. It has to be revolving around murder. And we may or may not do a Christmas movie. We haven't talked about it. Um, I have ideas, but they could also include murder (laughs) if we wanted them to. (laughs) (laughs) Although we did do the the Santa slasher genre. I think we've even technically did Krampus, because we did Krampus with gremlins mm. like the like soon as we started I guess we could revisit it we really sucked then you shouldn't listen to any of those episodes <laughs> and then uh, next year we have a lot planned out We pretty much have the entire year planned out so stay tuned follow it'll be exciting follow us on we'll try to make it exciting they were all like, oh man, this episode was so fucking boring. I doubt that any- there's gonna be anything <laughs> inflating in the future. <laughs> but, uh, thanks for listening, everybody.
2: Go watch some Canadian content. 132 in Bush, i got him at gunpoint. Okay,
0: gunpoint 132 in Bush, covers code 3. Okay. 14, okay, we'll still
1: send it code 3. Okay. This episode of Cinema Demore is filmed on location with the men and women of Podcasting Enforcement. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law.